right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program, happening in your neighborhood today. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. But of course, where else can they find us? You can find us every Wednesday night on youtube.com forward slash up next at 10.30 Eastern Time. Yes. Shout out the YouTube room oh, right yeah. now. Shout out YouTube room. Shout, Shout out, YouTube, out room. YouTube room. Hello. Welcome to Up Next. We chat about NXT every Wednesday. We are your NXT friends. Friends. And like you mentioned, we go live after NXT every Wednesday night. And I know a lot of people wanted a steak dinner tonight but here at NXT. We did not do that. We had roast chicken. No, we had roast chicken. We yeah. Roast chicken. <laughs> uh, we Which will be... you can find on our story on our Instagram oh. at Up Next Podcast. Wow! Look, we uh, we have our, our Up Next Twitter at Up Next Podcast, but we decided like, hey, why not like just post the silly shit we get into on like an Instagram? So we we uh, encourage you to support us, follow us on Instagram at Up Next Podcast, and you'll see such things as us listening to Meatloaf. Oh, yeah. Like three in the morning or something like that. Uh, so, <laughs> how are you? I am good. I think I'm a lot better than you are. How what? are you? I sound. Shout out fe- Brayton <laughs> Harrington, by the way, guys. Uh, yeah, so um, yesterday I worked all day and uh, you, you were at home and you said you were just not having the best of days. So I said, hey, young chap, let's, let's hang out. Let's do something. Let's, you know. Don't be in a sour mood. Yeah. Let's let's hang out and and have a drink. And uh, that's where it all went downhill for me. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I. Okay, you for for new listeners. Um, yeah. We often get a bit merry, usually on a Wednesday night after we finish recording this show. We have a few bevies. We talk about it 
on our AEW show on Thursdays about yes. the antics we get up to. Yeah. Uh, long-term listeners, you know, we've been living with each other over two years now. Uh, we have been uh, friends for, I'd say, a, uh, at least a year on top of that. Like, we've known each other at, at least three years now and have had many a night together. Yeah. I have never seen this man in the state he was last <laughs> night. Am, am I okay to just... Yeah, I don't say know. what happened. Uh, like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say. I just had. I <laughs> alcohol can be the. Uh, what, what's the what's the saying? Alcohol can be it's the, bad. <laughs> it can be the source. Bad. It can be the fixture or source of all your problems. Uh, <laughs> so we go to uh, our friend's bar, wide open. The host of uh, Takeover Tailgate. Yeah, they got a little patio year. thing going They've on. They've got a front patio going on right Social now. Social distancing we can't be inside. Yeah, uh, right now at bars and restaurants, which absolutely sucks for my income. But right. that's another thing to be depressed about on another day. <laughs> um, and. Yeah, so we're chilling outside. Our friend Trav, we've mentioned him on the show before. Yeah, he he shows up as well. Yep. we have a few shots. We've we had a couple of drinks beforehand, and then kind of Braden just keeps on going. Like our friend, the the owner. Yeah. Um, she's uh, we we just talk start talking about dads and stuff, and she's saying about how um her like stepdad like she considers her real dad and how she's she's korean and she was saying about how when she was a kid she used to think she was white because her dad was white and she thought that was her real dad right. and like all this and she's like but my stepdad's great i consider him my real dad and Braden just starts going yeah sh- shout out shout out your dad shout out your dad <laughs> and travis and sh- like our yeah. friend shannon was going what's he saying like he would just go oh shout out this and who was working earlier? Oh, it was Talisa earlier. Shout out Talisa. <laughs> and they're going, what is he saying? And I go, I think he thinks we're live right now. And they go, what? It's, I go, it's, it's something he says when we're recording. I think he thinks we're live right now. You wait, he'll go into feedback in a second. And, and it's, and it was like, that was a bit weird. So but, what you're saying is I got so drunk that I thought we were recording a when show. We were, when we stood outside in the cold. <laughs> On Spadina, having a drink. And then, and then, like, we start leaving and we walk our friend home because she lives relatively close and we yeah. don't like our female friends walking alone. Um, we walk her home and you start just, I can't remember what you were yelling, but you were just yelling stuff. And we're like, Brayden, chill. And you're like, no, listen, listen to the acoustics out here. Like, acoustics, we're, we're on Spadina. Like, what's, we just start yelling and we're like, chill, man. And then we, then we end up at ours. Yeah, and we start just uh, we start just playing music. We're like, no, let's not watch. You're checking out that Miley Cyrus zombie. Yeah, so I'm like, cover. let's not watch wrestling for once. Uh, we put on the the Miley Cyrus live whiskey go go performance of Zombie, which yeah. highly recommend. Yeah. I keep playing it at the moment. It's fantastic. Then we put on some. I don't remember. It. Okay, Brayden <laughs> doesn't remember any of this. We start putting on uh, some Hans Zimmer, like his concert in Prague, which is epic, and okay. our friend loved it. Who's like, this is sick. Okay. And then we're watching some Meatloaf. We're watching some Coldplay. Was, was Johnny Marr? Celine. Was Johnny Marr from The Smiths playing with Hans? Yeah, Zimmer? and you told us like every time he was on the screen. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out Johnny, Johnny Marr. <laughs> and then, and then you picked up your drink you were drinking. Yeah, you stood up. And you started just throwing the drink at me. Yeah. Like, the actual liquid. And we were like, whoa, Brayden, chill. And you're just... 
laughing. And then you start just throwing it all over the room. Like, brain, chill. Like, this is my room. Then you throw... I've got a wooden boomerang. I'm going to just grab it. A boomerang. I've got... Yeah, you claim I hit you with something. I've got a boomerang. So I'm laying in my bed. And this is like a proper wooden... Proper Aussie boomerang. Aussie boomerang. You just... Launch it at my oh ankle. Oh my god! At your ankle? At my ankle. Wow! I'm sorry. I'm like what the fuck? But you're just laughing. I'm like, it's cool. We we're all we we're all a bit silly. Oh my god! And then you start flailing around. and like, right, Brayden, <laughs> chill. Watch the TV. I'm not a small person. <laughs> Trav leaves and gets a bin, like a a big, like bin from the kitchen. Right. And he's like, he's gonna puke. Oh. I was like, oh, I I haven't really clocked that yet. Right. Puts it by your feet. You're sat in my lazy boy right over there. Yeah. And you kick the bin across the room and then vomit on my floor and my lazy boy. (laughs) And then you laugh. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's okay. Um, And then, and Travis and I just go, do you want to go for a walk? And he's like, yeah. So we walk around the block. He, He grabs some floor cleaner and just throws it on the floor. We come back and there's just paper towel, like kitchen roll. Everywhere. Covering the covering whole Covering the whole apartment. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And you've locked yourself in your room. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want... Like, if he's vomiting, I don't want him to, like... Die. Die, choke, or anything like that. So I just... I'm like, I want... Like, we need you to open the door. I'm hearing you vomit in there. And we're like, <laughs> we're gonna... We're gonna kick this door down if you don't open it up. Right. And you're like, nah. So Trav, he's a big guy. Starts, like, shouldering it. And you're like, all right, all right, all right, I'm coming. Coming. Shout out to Trav. <laughs> and I sound like an asshole. <laughs> you were. I don't know why I was, like, so okay with it all. And then you open the door. It's like, and then you're, no, you're banging. You're banging something. You said your head hurts. Yeah, my head I hurts think today. you were being Goldberg and, like, headbutting things. I think so, too. And I got then, this new like p- painting thing outside our uh, outside our doors, and I think I headbutted it. It was a picture of Drake on the CN Tower. It's head high. Yeah, I think I think I, I headbutted it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. Uh, I didn't eat all day, and then just came home and started drinking. It with was you. my dinner was a JB and Coke. So uh, it was something else. I've never seen you like whiskey that. Whiskey does that to you. It yeah. was very funny. I was uh, I was on one. I yeah. was genuinely on one. I was just. I always just wanted to have a good time. So it was meant to be your turn to cook today. Yeah. Um, but you weren't feeling good, and I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> I wasn't feeling you said good. You wanted like chicken and veg, so I did a roast dinner. <laughs> went for a lovely walk today. Found a place right by us that does Schwartz Montreal smoked meat. Nice. Which I didn't think you could get in the city, and it's super close. So I had mm. a lovely smoked meat sandwich. It was great. Wow. And then came back and cooked some dinner and watched some wrestling. You know what? Uh, shout out, Davey Portman. <laughs> Uh, because you you were you nursed me to health, you took care of me, you made sure I didn't die. You're you're everything I've ever wanted in a roommate, in a friend, <laughs> in a podcast co-host. Because um, I was, I guess I was ridiculous. I I I know we started drinking around maybe eight nine p.m. Mm. and I know the last thing I had for dinner or or to eat, sorry, was at noon. So th- if you learned anything from this podcast, don't drink on an empty stomach. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think or I've ever just been. Don't drink just don't with drink. Harrington. <laughs> Fuck me. I uh, I don't know if I've been that silly. I've never seen you like that. Yeah, because you, you describe. I believe everything you say. Both both of us. I feel when we're like neither of us are reckless. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. We we'll get silly. We might just like fall asleep or be like, I'm going home, 
or yeah, we never like get in fights or we never like yeah. get particularly aggressive or smash up things or it was it was something else. Um, Mike Hogan in the YouTube chat room right now is saying that he's never regretted not answering a FaceTime call more in his life. Yeah, that would have been a fun FaceTime. Uh... I I tend to face you, we tend to FaceTime people when we get lit too. Yeah. So I'm ha- I'm happy I didn't. As soon as you told me all this, my first thought was, oh no, Who I need to. I yeah, Who I need to go I through my phone and see what I did. But I I, I didn't because when I woke up, my phone was like somewhere else. So that's a good th- that's a good thing. Didn't do anything bad. But you're feeling good now. Well, you cooked me dinner. I went for a little walk. Uh, hung out with my friend Mary Jane, and I'm feeling a little bit you're better. Good. So I felt like that's what you need to do. You need to like I should have ate a banana. Banana's good. I just drank a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was. One minute I'm watching the G1, and I got so happy that Kota Ibushi finally did it the second time that I just started drinking and... Yeah. Yeah. I'm never drinking again. That's that's fair enough. That's fair (laughs) enough. I I don't think you should. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we we did start off watching with the G1 because we are doing uh, a... Brand new episode of Best Match Ever. You might be a bit G1'd out by this point. We yeah. get it. But we'll be releasing on the Patreon uh, on Friday our episode of Best Match Ever where we're looking at this tournament of the G1. We'll be talking about our kind of top five matches. We'll be getting your feedback, uh, talking about our MVP of the tournament and just general G1 talk. So that's coming out on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash up next on Friday. But tomorrow... We have a free show coming. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about best match ever, G1. We just released on this free feed. You might have already seen it. You might have already listened to it. We did a best match ever, the first ever best match ever, last year for Hell in a Cell. We talk all about the Hell in a Cells. Well, we put that out for free. You can see on this free feed, Hell in a Cell is this Sunday. You're doing a watch-along for that as well. We're going to do a post-show. You're also doing a watch-along for Bound for Glory and you're doing a show with Nate Milk. I don't know if I've ever been ex- more excited for a podcast. I don't care about the actual show. I will not watch Impact Wrestling on Saturday. But I can't wait to hear you and Nate. That's going to be a great show. Yeah, it'll be on the post feed. So yeah. not the up next feed um, with Nate Milton this uh, this Saturday for Bound for Glory. But what were you were trying to say is we have a free show tomorrow. We have a free show tomorrow as well. Where we're talking all about Batman Returns. Yeah. John and Way are doing their Rocky thing right now. Yeah. We're doing the Batman thing. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Well, what's the tie-in that, to Rocky? The Penguin is Rocky's dude. Isn't Danny DeVito one of Rocky's opponents? <laughs> I've never seen them. No. Uh, Rocky's trainer is the OG Penguin. Who okay. was supposed to be in the intro for Batman Returns, but was too sick at the time. So he was he going to be the dad? He was going to be the dad. Kid in yeah. the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez. So we started uh, our Batman reviews with Tim Burton's Batman, and now we're talking all about Batman Returns. Michelle Pfeiffer in the Catwoman suit. Michelle Pfeiffer, I want a wife. Yeah. Need we say more? So that is out for free on this very feed as well. Um, as well, uh, we, we just, just released an episode of Shot in the Dark. John Ceno, you can find that on patreon.com forward slash up next. You don't need to be a subscriber to us. You can just click on the link. Uh, John's talking about this. This week on Dark, there was like, a, it was two hours, eight minutes long. Ridiculous. Wow. So that's why we have John Ceno, who can break it all down into 15 minutes, as well as talking about uh, 205 Live, NXT UK, all the things that you might want to know what happened, but can't be bothered to watch. So he does it in a little neat little package. 15 minutes, great yeah, show. A shot in the dark for free. Shout out John Cena 
for doing all that and and for his podcast yeah, podcast as well it's spooky season listen to the zombie pod because he's talking all about scary things all year round we've been talking about some scary things as well we did frankenhooker as an up yours where a guy's wearing a batman shirt in the film it all comes back around wow it really does starring uh, patty mullen from, <laughs> clash, of from clash of champions fame <laughs> Yeah, uh, we've we've been all over the place. Like we like we said, we got the Batman, we got the G One. We have so many shows. But if you want to listen to all the Patreon stuff, patreon.com slash up next uh, for all the shows. Five bucks a month, just five bucks gets you access to every show we've ever done on that Patreon, uh, including every Thursday Up Next where we talk about uh, AEW, which we will be doing tomorrow. Um, Wednesday nights we we talk about NXT and we do it on this show. But I know AEW's got a pay-per-view coming around. We'll be doing a show uh, on that uh, down the line for full gear. Um, but I know we are an NXT show, but just just because it's kind of in the news, this whole uh, Joey Janela being pulled from his match because he was hanging around some wrestlers that... Well, may- he, he wrestled... He wrestled someone. Um, yes. Someone who tested positive yeah. at one of the GCW shows. Yeah, which is... I just find it's, like, scary. Like, knowing... It's like, imagine you, you knew you were going to go into work t- tonight, and you know you're going to work with the people you always work with, and then, like, all this news is kind of coming out, yeah. and you're like, uh, that's not cool. Uh, I know, like, I think AEW letting wrestlers work everywhere is fantastic, but maybe right now in a pandemic... They're going to maybe change their outlook on that. It's it's difficult. So I was actually listening to the Talk is Jericho episode with Andrew Yang. Today, okay. Oh, yeah. The, the politician. Uh, he's part of Biden's team. And he is like a wrestling fan and uh, doesn't like how WWE run things. The yes. whole independent contractor thing. And it's fantastic that, as you said, like AEW lets performers... Well, because they are. They're independent contractors, yeah. so they can perform for other places yeah, yeah. and stuff. I don't know how much, like, Tony Khan can put his foot down with these performers, especially Janela, who's running these, like, he's one of the runners of GCW, right? Like, yeah. and giving all these other people work during a pandemic. Exactly, I get I don't it. know how much you can put your foot down. Um, it's It's such a tricky one, really, because... It's so easy to say, oh, well, you shouldn't be doing it. But, I mean, I'm someone who's this week lost one of my jobs and I'm severely affected by work at my other job because of this pandemic. I don't know how easy easy it is to just be like, ah, no, don't work. Because it doesn't just affect Janela. It's affecting everyone, people on that card and stuff as well. So it's really, it's a really tricky one and all we can do all they can do really is just make sure like, you know, more testing, more protocols, which you watch some of those GCW shows and you do kind of question how safe it looks. Um, But yeah, I do highly recommend that Andrew Yang interview though, where he basically says that if Biden becomes president, like he's going after WWE, he's going to make changes. Oh, that's so weird. Kind of cool. Um, <laughs> like he's talking about how Wrestling. it really needs the um, the networks to kind of be them to be like, hey, you realize you're showing this show where the like labor laws are kind of fucked and all this sort of stuff. So it's a really interesting podcast. It's about an hour long. I, I highly recommend listening to it. it it's funny because it seems Jericho's only gripe is 
Yeah, and all my matches are on the network, and I'm not getting residuals every time my match is played. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, there, there's obviously all these other issues like Twitch and the independent contractor status, but I uh, highly recommend that podcast. Um, give it a listen. It, I mean, that's the, as soon as Biden becomes president, that's the first thing he's going to do. First thing. He's going to be like, all right. Vince, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Well, I mean, joking aside... The Florida News was posting all this stuff about you know they're they're looking into the WWE for not fo- <coughs> excuse me following proper you know COVID protocol and, and all that stuff. So it is very interesting that like WWE is making news for not doing good things that that mm. well. Uh, and yeah. they've also um, the state of Florida are like investigating the PC, the Amway Center, and full sale for unsafe practices. Joe Biden's going to come out and be like, guys, I made it. I'm president. First things first, retribution. You're done. Get out. It's not working. <laughs> it's not working. It's over. Stop it. Uh, wow. Isn't it weird when, when wrestling seems to still be the, the, like in a pandemic, wrestling continued on. I couldn't tell you how many people were like, oh, you, you love wrestling. It's the only thing on TV still, yeah. like when sports weren't back yet and stuff. Right. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're still living in this. I do find it interesting when people are sort of asking and it's, I say wrestling aside, it's one of the most interesting times to cover it because of so many the fact things. that it's been continuing and all this. Well, like I, I myself, uh, we're in Canada and we're in Toronto and like the numbers here, they're not terrible, but they're not like, they're, like they're around what, like 800 today or something like that. But that's bad still. New cases every mm. day. There's so many, but other places like are so much higher and stuff. And I myself, I'm, I'm like still trying to operate as everyone like, oh, I don't, I can't go, I shouldn't go here. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't go there and stuff. But then they announced Wrestle Kingdom two nights and I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll just, you know, go. <laughs> I find myself like, wait, because it's wrestling. I'm like, ah, maybe I'll go. I'm like, no, I'm not going. I'm definitely not going. I'm like, just, I, I miss obviously going, I miss live music and I miss, uh, you know, going to wrestling and stuff, but I'm still, we're still in this like, pandemic era of life essentially so i'm still kind of shook is what i mean i'm not i'm not i'm i'm lax but i'm still shook. i'm you're over i'm it. over it honestly <laughs> like i like i i've got to face it every day at work anyway so i'm like yeah i'm in it i'm dealing with people hopefully otherwise right. i'm not making fucking money like yeah. this week yeah um and like i'm very safe i'm very strict as well with customers and hence why i've had quite a few horrible people yeah but you gotta be i want things to be safe but i feel for me i feel we're getting to a point where um a vaccine's not coming anytime soon not right now and we gotta learn how to continue with some sort of norm (coughs) where you're not absolutely crippling people and and that's the thing and unfortunately it's you just got to respect each other. Wash your hands, wear your masks, keep physical distance, follow the rules, not being over capacity and stuff like that. And like get tested and avoid vulnerable people if you feel you've been in a compromised situation, that kind of thing. But I'm starting to think we can't just we can't hide in at home forever. It's true. You know, like people got to make money. People need to provide entertainment for your own mental health like i've i've had a really shit week and i'm i'm not going into it but 
this week is like a time in a in a normal year I book myself a little weekend away. Like right. I go see my friends in New York for a weekend yeah, or yeah. or something like that. And I can't do that right now. And it's it's taking its toll. And I, I know a lot of people are are feeling the same way. And the only way we're gonna get to some sort of normality is if, you know, we're fucking kind to each other and respectful and follow these stupidly simple rules, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting heated. You're getting so mad about the COVID. Yeah. Just like that that Okada shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees that just says, Stop the COVID! <laughs> I, I messaged Scrump, I want it. Stop the COVID. Yeah, stop the COVID, Okada, Rainmaker. Shout yeah. out to WH Park, by the way, who's, uh, who's quarantining right now. Yeah, he says he's in Toronto. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Looks like Vaughn. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to have him on a on a show for sure. Invite him over to the BDE backyard. I know he he wants to come hang he out. Wants to hang out because because uh, I don't. There's been an ongoing little feud uh, between me and WH Park. I've had I've I've been salty towards WH Park mm. because um, he never uh, he he came to Toronto. I asked him, "Can you bring me some strong zeros from Japan?" And he said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> he said no, and he never. He didn't bring him. He didn't. You know, he, did he give us a mug? He gave us a mug. He's like, one day you can drink a strong zero out of it. I was like, cool, thanks. Like, I re- just really wanted those drinks, so I was salty. He has now brought me. I've seen strong zeros. I've seen. Yeah. So we're gonna drink some strong zeros. Jesse from the six brought us some strong zeros. He did. Wh couldn't. So Je- he he saw Jesse do that, and he knew he knew now. Okay, I gotta do. I gotta get back in the good books. And he is. He's my. He's he's a he's a man. Now, WH. unfortunately, WH will still be quarantining, but that doesn't mean that he can't join us mm. for our Zoom Halloween Havoc ah. in costume. Yeah, that's true. WH, get a costume delivered. I, I know you can't go outside. I still need a costume. We still need a costume. Uh, but yeah, our final plug before yeah. getting into NXT. Sorry, we've been on one tonight. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Nothing yeah. happened tonight, really. Um, final plug Halloween Havoc is next Wednesday yeah join us in the YouTube room and on Zoom we'll be putting out all the Zoom information in costume yes we're gonna be all themed out Mm -hmm. uh, in fancy dress in costume for Halloween Havoc and how's this gonna go you will be too (laughs) and if you're not in costume you're out of the room we're kicking you out we're gonna give out the link we'll tweet out the link give out the link somehow to all, whatever things you guys use, it's Facebook. Brain, I'll figure out. It's yeah, <laughs> but then, but then, if you you join in, and you're not in a costume, you don't get to stay. You can jo- you can hang out with us. We're going to be doing a watch along for Halloween Havoc as well as the classic. And then right show. into the post show. Yeah. So uh, if you just want to join for the post show, it will probably be starting earlier next week yeah. because we'll kind of just roll right into it once NXT's finished. So, so yeah. join us just after ten if you're not interested. For the watch long, but you want to join us for the post. I don't know what I'm, I, I looked, I went, I went to two costume shops this week and I didn't buy anything. I don't know what I'm, I don't have hair on my head, so I can easily wear a wig mm. so I could be any wrestler. So like, I don't know what I, what I want to be. And I, people are saying that we should be Drake Maverick and Killian Dane, <laughs> but you're like, you dress like him all the time anyway, so you don't want to... <laughs> well, I just dye my hair. Yeah. And my hair is kind of too short right now. I just yeah. let it cut. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know... Uh... I'm leaning towards Tyler Breeze right now. Former tag team champion Tyler Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is actually good because I was I was gonna look and order the NXT tag titles. Now I don't need to. Oh great! Look, yeah. Exactly. Spoilers: Brizango lost tonight. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, Halloween Havoc next week, and join us for the the costume Zoom and uh, the watch along on the YouTube. Yeah. YouTube.com slash up next. You don't wait. have to be wrestlers. You can be scary no. things. You yeah. Can be Danny DeVito's penguin. If someone you shows up as Danny DeVito as Penguin, you win. You win. You win. We say we have a contest. You replace me. You, you can host the show. <laughs> no one can replace you. <laughs> I was thinking of replacing you last night. <laughs> just, just getting rid of me. Just get a whole new one. <laughs> right. Shall we get into some NXT? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Talk about NXT. Shout out to NXT. <laughs> You're not going to let that go, are <laughs> <Never>. you? <laughs> Oh, NXT from Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. And we, uh, we start with, um, a triple threat match. Mm. Why? Because everyone hates each other in this match and it's happening. Velveteen Dream, Champa, and Kushida here starting the show. And as Dream makes his entrance right after Kushida, he is attacked by Tomasa Champa during the entrance. And he just starts to beat him the hell up and then Kushida's like, well, I want to fight too. So they all just start fighting and the match like officially starts, but it's just kind of chaos. Champ is hitting flying knees everywhere. Uh, and he screams, this is my house. He's a page fan. He, uh, hits like all these running knees. There's uh they're in the ring. Kushida does like a cartwheel, but gets, gets like dropped to his feet. Um, Dream and Kushida both get hit by the Willow's Bell from Champa, uh, but no cover is made there. Kushida goes for his like back handspring to both guys at one point, but gets caught. And then Dream hits him with the Dream Valley driver. They go to commercial break, but when we come back, it's Kushida just working the arms. Uh, Dream is wrestling with this cast. So they're like attacking the arm and the injured arm. And Kushida is doing all sorts of crazy arm breakers, arm holds and, I don't know about you, but I, I love, we, we go off on our favorite wrestling moves a lot. Yours is the side Russian leg sweep. Mm. I love the Ushiguroshi. When Kushida does the hip toss into the like cross arm bar or arm breaker, it's chef's kiss. It is it's great. Like it I could great. just watch a gif of that on repeat. So like, how does he even do that? It's amazing. Hip toss into the arm bar. Crazy, but it's not the end. Uh, dream at one point, uh, hits the purple rainmaker. He goes for a super kick almost to the ref, but then stops, hits the dream Valley driver on Champa. Um, Kushida though, throws him out of the ring, throws Champa out of the ring, and then just starts to hit Tope con heroes to both of them like hits one to dream goes back in the ring runs the other direction onto champa a, a few times just awesome he's like super fired up it's like he goes into a next like level here um oh the the conhilos yeah he's oh, just yeah, he's look, just going awesome. nuts um and then it's champa who gets hit by the cast from velveteen dream then he like falls into kushida who then like deadlifts champa german suplexes him with a bridge and pins him. Kushida wins the triple threat. Uh, this new Kushida, I guess you could say, is such a, a, a fantastic character to just watch him do his, his stuff is so fun. Yes. I, I really think we need to, uh, get a, a strong singles feud for him and yeah. then move him into the title picture. I know you don't have a champion right now. Um, but this Kushida is really working for me. I really like the new look. Um, I really like, uh, just his more, he's more intense and just, he's rapid when he's wrestling right now. He wants to get it. He just wants to hurt people and get the job done. Yeah. And that's how he's wrestling. And I think it really, 
really works. I just I, like the fact that he he Kushida won on Back to the Future Day. <laughs> he did, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, Scott. Uh, I do you think Dream was Dream was in like com like camo pants? Yeah, he often does like themed costumes depending on the event or his opponent. His opponent. Do you think he was doing this to like? Add a dig at Champa because yeah. they were very like Champa's old pants. The camo. If this is just his new look, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. But there was one point in the match that I thought looked really stupid, which was the draping DDT to Kashida, and Velveteen Dream was like holding on to him. That, sorry, that's so the he Willow's got DDT'd belt, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Just let go, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on. Uh, but I thought the I thought the match was pretty good. I thought Kashida was the star of it. Champa for me is kind of just floating about in no man's land. Dream, I don't care for, and yep. So it it was kind of weird opener for me. I thought the work was good. Uh, I'm just ready to see Kushida uh, move on to something bigger because he's ready for it. I think so. I think it, and I, I think, think I think an actual main event run with Kushida would be something fresh that actually really helps NXT right now. I think it could be. It like he's just been he, it, like the fact that he just had his first takeover match is crazy. Considering yeah. it's Kushida, the stuff he would have been doing over in Japan. He he did like so much in New Japan. I loved his his whole run in in New Japan and it's kind of like imagine maybe where he could have been if he didn't come here and then it's like he's just been chilling. He, I know he's had some injuries and setbacks, but me as like a fan, I'm like, oh, I just want to see you wrestle. And they didn't kind of let you do that until now, it seems, you know? Yeah. Like, I know he had a few matches. He had a good match with, what was it, Walter, I think? Yes. Uh, about yeah, a year yeah. ago. Like, he, he, he's just been there. They're like, okay, we'll put Kushida on the card and it'll be good. It's like, they should, cause he's, he's fantastic. I like this new turn that he's got. Like, he's more aggressive. He's, he, it, he's definitely yeah. working. Chris Leone suggests that you have Gargano beat Priest next week and then you can have a Kushida Gargano feud for the North American title. Love it. Great Book idea. It. There you go. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, so yeah, the, the triple threat was fun. Uh, I'm just kind of happy I got to see Kushida do that hip toss into the armbar thing. Uh, Undisputed Era are backstage, but not all of them. It's Kyle, it's Rod, it's Bob, and it's iPad Adam. <laughs> I hate this. Just, just don't have him there. So it's them and an iPad stand, and he sounds like shit because it's the audio coming off of an iPad. I couldn't even tell you what he was saying because it's like, that's undisputed, boys and girls. Uh, but then Kyle kind of steps in and he kind of takes the role, which I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't have had Adam here anyways. Just silly. Uh, Kyle says that tonight Roddy and, and Bobby Fish are gonna, gonna reclaim the titles. And then Fish says that Fandango and Tyler Breeze do not stand a chance. And Roddy adds that the titles come back to where they belong because it's the Rod and Bob Express. Choo choo! <laughs> and that's undisputed. It's Fish and Rod. Fish and Rod. Fish and Rod. Uh, I actually liked the iPad thing. My, my issue was the audio. Um, I don't know why they couldn't just sort that out somehow. Like, I'm sure there's a way to get the audio there is, and coming yeah. through clearer than this. Remember when William, iPad William Regal was doing it? Yeah, it was way better than this. But I I liked, I liked actually Adam Cole being there on the iPad because they're trying to show that although all you people at home are talking about us being split, we're stronger together. Adam's not even here, but he is here with us. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And it's a funny visual. Like, Undisputed Era kind of 
now in sort of tweener roles moving more to baby faces and this was a bit of comedy with adam there on the ipad i actually quite liked it but i agree with you the the audio sucked yeah um, which is it's unlike wwe really they didn't want to they didn't want to not have him because you didn't they didn't want you to assume he was exactly part of a storyline later tonight or whatever yeah but still, I uh, just like you sh- I don't know why he wasn't there, but he should have been in in that instance. But it was just weird. It was just la- it was lame. It was just yeah. lame. iPad things like stop it, just stop it. We have some match announcements, including the women's title match: spin the wheel, make the deal next week. Gargano Priest spin the wheel, make a deal, and a haunted what ha- haunted house of horrors, treehouse of horror. What what what's this match? They announce that it's. Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis in a in a haunted house of terror. Haunted house of so terror. So not only is it haunted, but it's of terror as Holy well. Holy shit! That sounds. Shout out to haunted houses. <laughs> I'm kind of interested yeah, in seeing I, this. I imagine this is going to be some kind of cinematic yeah. match. Um, I'm down. Maybe we've had the house of horrors before. Yeah. Maybe something similar to that. Uh, I think you're picking the right people here. I I actually think Dexter Loomis would be great in those kind of cinematic matches. And Cameron Grimes is so comedic. Uh, I think this could actually be really fun. I think so too. Uh, I'm excited for this. It, it should be silly and it should be fun. Uh, I want to see Dexter Loomis kind of recreate different horror movie spots, essentially. I think is what That'd you're going to cool. I think yeah, that's what you're going to I love get. that. Because he's kind of been doing that when he like just appears and stuff. Like he's mm. doing classic. He's just Michael Myers. We're just, <laughs> just chilling yeah. in the back. Always watching. Uh, we have a video package for Rhea Ripley and uh, Raquel Gonzalez, who are going to also have a match next week. And it's basically showing um, Ripley and Gonzalez, a little feud they've kind of had, but it's the biggest, the baddest. That's, that's what they're going with. Yes. We have our next match, my favorite, Jesse Kamea going one-on-one against Ember Moon. She drove for miles and miles and miles to get here tonight, and she's going to face Jesse Kamea. Uh, Jesse instantly does this move, and it, I, I don't, it baffles me. It's like not a drop-down like the drop-downs you normally do. It's like she just does the splits, and then Ember's supposed to be like, whoa, oh, oh. I didn't understand it. Oh, I've got a lot to say. About oh, okay, okay, got you. All right. Uh, Ember Moon, there is a cool spot. I will say, Jesse Kamea goes to snap mirror Ember, and Ember just lands on her feet and is like, I can do this all day. Uh, there's then a stomp and some kicks from Ember Moon. Um, Ember Moon hits a standing moonsault, so I guess it's the Ember Moonsault. Oh, I like Right, it. yeah. She's like, huh, it's in my name. I should do a moonsault. Do a, yeah, do a double moon. <laughs> uh, she's she's definitely showing her more vicious side here. She has this like ankle lock type submission single leg thing. It's like it's like a kind of modified Boston half Boston crab with the ankle like hook. It looked kind of cool. Yeah, it looked really cool. There's then uh, Kamea hits some sort of elbow drop here, uh, but Ember hits this jumping code breaker and then this new submission, which is like a leg trap. Then like into like a camel clutch almost like a yep. surfboard into that and Jesse taps out and Ember Moon uh is victorious here and then um I'll just say after the match Dakota Kai attacks Ember Moon and kind of walks off being like don't forget about me you you think you can come back here and it's all it's all gravy nah you gotta you know because Ember Moon said she's gonna go through she name dropped Dakota I'm pretty sure so um yeah what do you think about this. There were so many things wrong with this match. 
Um, I criticised Ember Moon the other week. Uh, it's the issue I've always had with her, that she kind of like feels like a cosplayer. She has a cool entrance, but then it never marries with her wrestling at all. She came out and cut a very smiley promo the other week. Jesse Kamea, like, actuability aside, kayfabe-wise, is bottom rung of NXT. She wasn't even in the Battle Royal, yeah, <laughs> kayfabe-wise. Kayfabe-wise, she is the bottom <laughs> rung. She's she's one of the, the newer people. Newer? <laughs> no, on, t- on TV. On sure. TV. Okay. Ember Moon is a former NXT champion. Ember's being a dick to her at the beginning of this match. Kamea's not necessarily a heel, really. She's just this, like, person who's way out of Ember's league. And Ember's just playing this dick. She's, she's yeah. patting her on the head. She's being really patronizing. And then I, I did like the vicious side of her, but it wasn't like, you know, when we saw Kashida snap and it, yeah. it made sense. It was like, why is she being such a dick to <laughs> Jesse Kamea here? And then any offense Kamea had, wasn't even Kamea. It was Ember Moon like running into the turnbuckle. Like it was Jesse moving out the way and Ember just running into things. It was baffling to me. I I didn't get this at all. I think Ember Moon is fantastic. She had some really cool looking moves and could potentially be really interesting in this women's division, but it's all character stuff just isn't working. She's, she's, she was a heel here. She's supposed to be, yeah, she's supposed to be a babyface, and then Dakota, who is a heel, attacked her. So it does make her the babyface, but it's like, well, why are you being a heel then? It's the same way, we had the same issue with Rhea Ripley. She's always, like, a bully. And it's like, well, aren't she supposed to be the good guy? If Kamea kind of cut a promo at the beginning, like, just a little backstage thing, or even an insert thing on her entrance being like, oh, well, Emma Moon hasn't wrestled for so many months and is rusty and... Uh, I'm the new kid on the block here and I'm going to take... Just give something for a reason for Ember to be a dick to her. Yeah, I didn't... I didn't... It, it didn't make sense to me. And Kamea, I've tried defending her in the past, saying that she's improved and stuff. She looked very bad here. Remember uh, when her gimmick was... Was she botches? Yeah. It's it's like that's still her gimmick. She had a few botches here and, like, I really want to watch people improve me and too. that's why when I see someone like Aaliyah put on a good match, I like kind of going out my way to say it because she's someone who's we kind of shat on a lot and I really I don't want to see people be bad I don't particularly have enjoyment on like criticizing people but she was not good here she she was put in about three different submissions in this match you wouldn't know it she wasn't selling at all she had she she looked like she'd like ripped her nail or something like a, an inconvenience that she was put in these holes jesse kamea versus eva lee book it oh yeah pretty much, pretty much. you're not wrong i, I uh, I've, I've i've been hating on jesse kamea for a while but i'm like i want you to, to do good i want you to sure. see to improve and yeah, then you absolutely. have and then i watch this and i'm like we don't oh, want to watch bad wrestling yeah i'm like ah but i, I we're going to go in the direction of Ember Moon and Dakota. Which we sound, had that sounds good. We had like, the tag match, right? Where she hit yeah. her with the the eclipse. So like that'll be a I, I think good feud. Uh, I think that'll be a good good feud before it sounds like Ember wants to kind of work away through the division before getting to the yeah. title. And she had uh, to start at Jesse. Yeah. A Dakota McKay <laughs> match does sound really good. Yeah, that that sounds like a a good match. We go to our next match, which is Austin Theory 
Well, first we hear there's commotion backstage. Oh, sorry. Yes, sorry. How could I? Yeah, there's something going on backstage. And they tell us that, well, they show us that someone has attacked Bobby Fish. He's been attacked. Mm. Who has attacked Bobby? He's taken out of this match. So when we go to our next match, the commentary throw to Mackenzie Mitchell, who sends in this like audio blip during this match, which I hate during matches, but like they're updating you, I guess, on the story. And she says that Bobby Fish has been taken out of the uh, arena here because he's going to local medical facility and he hospital and he's not going to be wrestling this match. But Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong will now face the tag champ. Kyle's been cleared. Yeah, Kyle's cleared. So they're like, hey, you're going to wrestle tonight. So. We're hearing all this news during this match, which is Austin Theory and Bronson Reed. Uh, it's Theory trying to get some offense, trying to chop the big man down every every time he can get an opportunity to, but Reed doesn't allow it. He beats down on Theory. Event they fight on the top rope forever, but it's Reed who just hits the splash, the the tsunami splash, and pins Austin Theory. Light work. But after the match, Theory grabs a microphone as Reed walks up the entrance ramp, and Theory says, "Hey, Reed." I'm young. I'm 23, and I've already done more in this business than your 15-year stupid career. I'm not going away. I'm not leaving until I beat you. So come on down here and fight me. So he's like, all right, mate. And he goes down, and (laughs) Theory tries to beat him down. A referee gets in there. They ring the bell. It's a rematch of the match that just happened, but it ends very quickly as Bronson Reed gets to his feet. Theory runs at him. Bronson Pops him up in the air, catches him with a Samoan drop, flattening him, and pins him. Shout out this pop-up Samoan drop, because this Samoan... It it looked nasty. This is sick. He crushed his arm. Remember Umaga used to do a pop-up? I love a good pop-up into a move, but a pop-up Samoan drop here, this looked like it hurt, and looked great. And he pins him just like that, and walks out. Uh, So, Austin Theory lost twice tonight. Yes, and extending his losing streak that they kind of brought up on commentary. Uh, I thought for what this was, this is pretty good. Kind of Bronson Reed, I feel like we haven't seen for a few weeks and just reestablishing him with an easy squash um, against Theory, who's losing a lot, but he's, he's pretty strong with his character, I think. You, you, you want to see him get beaten up. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I think this was kind of a, a good move. Uh, Bronson's looking more more and more of a star every week, and I think he's he's someone that really freshens up NXT for me. I think maybe he's had this before, but this felt like new music, or they've added like lyrics to the music. Yeah, it sounded really good. I thought, and kind of it, it's got this sort of disaster. Talking of Hans Zimmer, it's got that Hans Zimmer yeah. noise with this kind of like rapping on top. I really liked it. It really works for him. His entrance is sick. Um, I yeah, love Bronson. I want to yeah. see this guy start moving up. And I think this match was kind of reestablishing him for the audience. This worked for me. This second. Yeah, he's been missing for a little while. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I want to see Bronson Reed get, get more of a push here. I, I, I like watching him wrestle. I want to see more of his wrestling. You know what I mean? Like they've put now a lot into this character, new music and all that stuff. But I, what, what fascinates me about this guy is I think he can go and he's been held back. Whereas I want to see him him have some killer matches. I think the thing is with NXT, there's only so many people you can yes. do things with. So often they have, like Kashida's been sitting in the background for yep. a year before he's finally getting his turn. Yeah. Um, and that's why I, I do kind of like the 
the five match structure for takeover because you end up having these guys who aren't really doing anything but you're not killing them like they would be on Raw or SmackDown. I mean, I don't know. Do you see uh, Keith Lee on uh, Raw? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you can... In NXT, they never damage someone's credibility enough that if you want to suddenly put the... If you want to put the rocket on mm-hmm. Bronson Reed, you're not going, oh, but he had that stupid dancing gimmick for the last year. Like, it, it's by... It's the same with Kushida. Like, they didn't do enough to damage Kushida. Sure, he should have been on TV more. Yeah. But you want to strap the rocket to Kushida now? It's believable. Uh, and that's why I think where NXT works, I think, for me. Well, I want to see more Bronson Reed. Absolutely. Uh, well, we won't see more of Austin Theory because during the commercial, I'm going to just go to this and then yeah. continue on. But during the commercial, they show Austin Theory leaving the venue with his, his bag. And they're like, hey, what's going on? What, what, what happened tonight? And he goes... That's it. I'm done. I quit. He gets in his car and he drives away. Didn't even put a shirt on. Nothing. Just drove away. It's hot in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. So Austin Theory quits NXT. Is he getting done? Is he, what does this mean? Does he go to NXT Evolve? <laughs> Since he was Mr. Evolve. Uh, does he join Robert Stone? That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought Robert Stone was going to approach him here. Uh, I'm going to tell you where I think he will go later mm. on tonight. Got you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We have Zia Lee backstage with uh, Mackenzie Mitchell and Casey Catanzaro. And she, Zia Lee says, I have to win this match. I need this match. And Casey's like, all right, chill. Jeez, I thought we were friends. But uh, may the best woman win. And Zaya's like, tonight's the biggest match of my career. I have to win. I have to. I think she has to win this match. Someone needs to check up on this girl. <laughs> she okay? I'm really worried. Well, Boa wasn't with her. Boa wasn't here. Which makes it even scarier. Yeah, I think. yeah. Where, where was he? Yeah, what was he doing? Someone check on Zaya's family, please. <laughs> so you think that he gave her an envelope and she's shook now and scared that she has to win. So you think that, what do we, we came up with, like, maybe he's got her family kidnapped? Like every match you lose, sister's <laughs> <Jeez>. dead. <laughs> Grandma, bye. It's weird. It's so weird. Like, we're making these ridiculous jokes, but the angle, whatever it may be, I guess they're going in the direction of she just wants to win. She needs to win. Like, honestly, if if it is that she's in kind of mortal peril, yeah. she's playing it really well. Okay. <laughs> Especially when you consider like, English is her second language. I yeah. think her acting here is great. If she's just been instructed that she really wants to win this match... Maybe it's a bit over the top, but we'll see where it goes. I'm just really worried for Zaylee. You're worried kayfabe wise. We're like, yo, what's going? On? What's you know? Because like in real life, she's like fine. She's braiding her hair like Lance Archer. She's cooking. She's she's killing it. But kayfabe, I'm scared for her character. Oh yeah, yeah, me too, yeah, me yeah. too. She's spicy. We have that match coming up later tonight. Casey versus Zaylee. She needs to win. Guys, she needs to. Uh, we go to our next match, though. It is Legado del Fantasma versus Isaiah Swerve Scott, Ashanti the Adonis, and Jake Atlas. Uh, did you see this video they put out on there? Was it like their Twitter or something? I'm kind of shocked they didn't air it tonight, where it's kind of just show- showcasing a little bit of Jake Atlas, a little bit behind him. Okay. I think they should have aired it on TV. Right. Really good, really good stuff. Um, so. This is all these, these are the, your 205 livers right mm. here. 
they're all doing all sorts of flippy stuff. Early on, you have Swerve do the, like, almost like the ricochet thing where he flips himself, landing on his feet onto the outside to, like, go face-to-face as this match starts off. And all six guys are just brawling. Yeah, I actually really like the opening of this match. It was kind of with uh, Legado del Fantasma kind of doing the shield thing, surrounding it. And Swerve's like, fuck this, you're not intimidating me. Yeah. Flipping over. And then... It was just a really hot start to the match. You then had the other four brawling inside and Swerve brawling on the outside with um, Santos. Yeah, no, it was it was it was cool. It was like the minions of the, the main feud is still these two. Yeah, which I he he beat him, but it's like yeah. Uh, we have Wade Barrett on commentary mentioning that uh, Ashanti Adonis was like in the army and it's like he wasn't scared of anything there's nothing in nxt he's 19 and he fought in afghanistan that's wow insane um we have jake atlas who hits the three amigos on uh joaquin wild here shout out eddie guerrero yep um i love when then commentary's like it's like his favorite wrestler eddie guerrero it's like yo everyone's favorite wrestler (laughs) is eddie guerrero because everyone does everything he used to do everyone does that (laughs) everyone does the frog splash yeah but but I love it. Ricochet Eddie. was doing the belt spot on the other there day. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, look, Eddie was the goat. But like, yeah, uh, it's just he, he's doing the three amigos like his favorite wrestler. I'm like, yeah, everyone does though. Yeah. I yeah. So Jake Atlas does the three amigos. It's only a two count. Uh, I will say Atlas is crazy here with these rope jumping thing. He he does an arm like hold where he then stands on the ropes and then like drops down on the ropes and then jumps back up. Balance of this guy is insane. He then does this like spinning. T- he takes out all three guys on on the team with this like move here: a head scissors, an arm drag, and a kick. All all simultaneously, fantastic. Uh, Ashanti's in. He uh, fakes them out like for a dive, and then Swerve goes up top with this crazy corkscrew con hero i don't even know what this was i i also really like this spot because i think so often you watch and any dive looks cool yeah but it's always the the waiting the people on the outside it's like why are you waiting for that so ashanti fakes it out and it's like haha no you think i'm gonna dive so they're distracted with him and don't see swerve on the top rope Who hit some crazy, like, corkscrew center. It was nuts. Thing, yeah. Awesome. I don't know what it was, but it was great. When they come back from commercial break, we have the heels beaten down on Adonis, tagging in and out, keeping him in their corner. Santos hits the running double knees into the corner. Uh, but finally, Adonis, hot tag to Atlas, who comes in. He cleans house. He's firing up all these crazy moves. There's German suplexes. There's, there's everything. Swerve is in now. He hits a flat liner. Then there's this crazy spot where all the guys are like on the outside. And I think it's wild or, or is it Mendoza maybe runs at Atlas, who's on the apron and he count, he stops the guy from running, hitting a, like a tope or a con yeah, hero or something. It was- uh, was it's it Wild insane. or Mendoza? I think they were going for a suicide dive to the people on the yeah. outside, but Atlas kind of hopped onto the apron. Catches him with a Spanish fly off the apron onto everybody. The way he, like, cause he's backflipping. He's essentially doing a moonsault. Yeah. This was kind of scary. He's, he's, he looked fine, but this could have went 
really wrong. This looked really terrifying. This reminded me of like Naito and Ibushi on the apron a few years ago, like all the time. This was scary. Yeah, but th- this they, they looked, looked awesome. It looked awesome, I and they, it was so cool. He, he pulled it off, but I was uh, I was taken aback. They showed the replay, and I'm like, oh boy, that was. Oh, maybe don't do that one again. Looks insane. Um, but now there's Swerve, who's in the ring with Raul. He hits the uh, the what the JML driver, but it's broken up from from Wild. We have Santos who hits his flying headbutt to the outside onto Swerve, but as he does this, Jake Atlas does the like the cartwheel on the like announce table, then spikes Santos the with the DDT. DDT. Yeah, right. oh man, this looked so awesome. And then in the ring, though, while this is all going down, it's the the Legado del Fantasma, Wild and Mendoza, who hit the side Russian leg sweep, like Gavin Geary kick combo and pick up the win over Adonis here. So Legado del Fantasma get the victory over these three guys that have been the thorns in their side, but it's kind of, the story I'd say is is Atlas brought it to Santos, so there's something you could go in that direction. This was my match of the night. Uh yeah, I, I think so there were some really cool spots. I think um Legado del Fantasma really coming in their own like as a unit. I I really enjoyed some of their Aside from all the crazy spot, just some of their heel work with grinding down. I think it was Adonis they just had for forever, just locked in submissions and stuff. Um, I thought I thought it was great. My criticism is the I don't know about you. The camera work seemed all over the place in this match. Uh, it's too fast. They're they too were fast. they were cutting around so much, and a lot of the it was like shaky cam as well, like a lower angle. Um, and they seem to cut away from after the rainbow DDT on the outside. I felt they the finish happened too quick and they cut away to it too quick because you can hear like off camera Jake Atlas like yelling at uh at Santos mm-hmm. going like I'm gonna be the next champion. So it seems like that's the direction they're going, but really that should be caught on camera if you're gonna yeah. if that's the next if you're moving away from Swerve and you're moving Jake, Jake Atlas to Escobar you should really focus on that I just the camera work I found quite dizzying in this match but I, I thought this was my match of the night it was it had some really creative stuff from all, all of these guys uh, I'm I'm impressed with all, everyone like in this match um, but I, I definitely want to see Jake versus Santos in like the main cruiser apparently Escobar said on Twitter that Jake got his attention tonight so it okay. looks like that is the direction. That yeah, go. yeah, that makes sense. Uh, book it. We go to the Garganos. Yeah. Remember when NXT used to have dinner? Not steak dinners, just chicken Caesar salad. Chicken Caesar salad, yeah. no croutons. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to watch the steak dinner, though. Uh, we're at the Garganos, and it's Johnny in the tracksuits. I want to get, they have the new power couple t-shirts, but they don't have the tracksuits. That would have instantly mm. been the Halloween costume for us next week. But uh, yeah, Johnny is like, why are we doing this? And the camera pans out. They're sitting at their table and it's Candace who has a training wheel next week. They got to spin the wheel and make a deal. So tonight it's, it's a training wheel. And they, she got all the, the, the match types on the wheel and they're going to practice spinning it uh but he's like you know everybody knows that johnny gargano hates wheels i don't know what his gripe is against i don't how does he get to work every day <laughs> i don't know he doesn't fly he uses wheels he drives <laughs> yeah 
So why is he? Walks. What is the purpose of hating wheels? Like, why does he hate them? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she says you're gonna. You want to leave it to chance? No, you got to get good at, at spinning so you know what you can do. She's not wrong. She's like, hey, you could get some. T- you could get, choose the match essentially. She's like, if we learn how to spin, then you could pick whatever. He's like, all right, all right. So he gives it a shot. He spins the training wheel, and it spins, and it lands on. Buried alive match. Yes. And he's like, what? What? I'm going to be buried alive. Great. Wow. Great. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh man. He goes, they're going to pull dirt on me. I'm alive, man. <laughs> I'm alive. You can't do that. I'm going to be buried alive. He's like, oh, it's like, one. In, what are the chances? One in a million chances I get buried alive. Well, she's like, actually, it's one in 12. But uh, okay. Uh, so she spins the wheel for her now. And it's a trick or street fight. She's like, oh, yeah. Everyone knows I'm undefeated in street fights. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Uh, has she had a street fight in NXT? She's, she Technically, gets, she's not wrong then, I guess. She's also 0-3 against EO. Just yeah. saying. So she says that... 2 uh, I swear they had another TV match time ago. I think ago. they've only had the two. So she says she's going to be beating EO Shirai in a trick or street fight these these are not the match types so she convinces johnny to give it another shot to spin the wheel so he does he spins the wheel again and it lands on casket match johnny says why does this wheel want me dead <laughs> and then uh get rid of it he he storms off i'm going to bed get rid of that thing and he goes to sleep he's like i'm not doing this anymore and she's like oh man so uh yeah the the <laughs> The the Garganos do some weird things in their house. <laughs> like, what? She made a fake wheel. There was a line I quite liked from Johnny here, um, where he go where he goes to uh, spin again, and he's like, rooting for coal miner's glove match. <laughs> like, Just give me coal miner's glove match. I want a coal miner's glove match. What is a coal miner's glove match? It's a, What's a coal miner's glove? It's like a... What is that? I don't even know. It was a WCW. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, but I, I've watched one before, but I'm blanking on it now. Uh, very, very interesting. Uh, this, I, I love Johnny in this over the top acting, but holy shit, it's like, <laughs> I want them both to win next week. They, I think they have to, otherwise they've got to move somewhere else because it's running its course now for me. Yeah, I think they need to win. I think yeah. the power couple needs to be the power couple. I like the idea of Gargano and Kushida. So yeah, go that way. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the, the chat saying it's, uh, it's a, like a brass knucks, but the glove. It's like a steel lined glove. Yeah, sounds great. Let's let's have that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's, <laughs> that'll be the match. We have Drake Maverick and Killian Dane backstage getting ready for their match right now. They're coming to the ring, and he's he's got like this like dance. He's practicing his entrance, and Dane's like, "Cut that shit out! Stop that!" <laughs> but the match is happening now, and they're facing Ever Rise, everyone's favorite tag team. This is the highest feud. In NXT, Ever Rise versus Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. So Drake tries to do his dance and gets cut off by Dane. He's like, "Cut this music!" Out. I don't know if you saw Drake's tweet this day, the other day, where he he posted the theme song over like the meme of these guys in their like kitchen losing it, like rocking out, <laughs> and it's to the theme. It's so funny. Go on his Twitter, Drake Maverick. Um, so Ever Rise and Drake Maverick, Killian Dane. Drake starts off, but. Chase Parker, I tried to write their names down, I swear. I don't know. I still don't know their names. Matt Martell? Matt Martell and Chase. Marcel Bartel? Marcel Bartel. 
Chase Parker beats down on Drake. They're both, they're tagging in and out. But finally, Dane tags in. He's beating them both up. Hits the divide on Parker. Um, but then they start to, they take him out of the match. And then Drake is on the outside. And they're like bullying him and talking shit. They're like, you're, you're a loser. And you see him? He's a loser too. Just like you. And that's your only friend. And your only friend is a loser. And this sets Drake Maverick off. You can say anything you want to him, but don't make fun of his friend, his only friend. Drake Maverick hulks up. He no-sells everything. That's my friend. He grabs a chair, smacks it across the back of the one guy, goes into the ring, and then smacks the other one up, chases them off, and he's all fired up. But then it's it's a DQ. Therefore, Everize has beaten Drake and Dane, and he's like, his face is like, oh, shit, I costed us the match. Killian Dane gets to his feet, and Drake thinks Dane is going to tear him apart. He goes over to him slowly. That was awesome. Where's that guy been? And all of a like sudden, they're roughly, bo- <laughs> like, slaps him, slaps him around. And- he's like, holy shit, I, you kicked their asses. These, this is amazing. And Drake's like, huh, oh, Okay. So then they celebrate, and then Drake gets to do the dance. (laughs) (laughs) I actually... (laughs) Why did I like this? (laughs) I'm enjoying these two. Hey, we said, you've got to have, like, lower card stuff, right? That's entertaining. This is it. This is entertaining me. I kind of wouldn't be totally against these guys themselves being on a losing streak from DQs. Oh, my God. Where it's just... Drake Maverick hulks up and grabs a kendo stick or whatever and just, like, kills everyone. Yeah. It's the furry and the fury, and he's the fury. He's the fury. Yeah, he is the fury. I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, So, obviously, I think they're going to get a rematch against Everize, but now we're going to... He wants to get the best out of Drake Maverick. Yes. Yeah. And then Drake Maverick is going to work on Dane, like, work on your your entrance, your dance. Don't (laughs) skip the whistling in the theme song, because everyone knows it's a lit theme. Is Dane going to cut his hair and dye it blonde? Oh, my God. Start fake tanning? (laughs) Oh, my God. Wax and tan? Yeah. Oh, we can have some fun segments with these two. Come on. Yeah, screw Britt Baker and Tony Schiavone. Yeah. They're waxing. How about some waxing of Killian Dane? Wax, Wax, tan... Oh, I can't yeah. believe we're asking for this. I, I like I want this. it. Yeah, it's, it was it was some wholesome, great content. We <laughs> go to uh, backstage, and someone else has been attacked. Roderick Strong is left laying here, and they're taking him to a medical facility. William Regal's here. All these tag teams are here, and they're like, what do we do? We have a main event, and two of our wrestlers are taken out. So Regal's pretty much like, hey, 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 Kyle, do you want to just wrestle this on your own? <laughs> and he's like, no. And he says, I'm going to the hospital. He says hospital. So they offer one of Virtual Lorcan to take yeah. Roddy's place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's like, nope, need to be with my boys. Yeah, he's saying, my brothers. I'm not going to wrestle in this match. You guys can have the match. He offers the tag title opportunity to Danny and Oni. He's like, you guys do it. And there, there has- I've held this like. Twice already. I'm yeah, good. I don't need this. You guys need it. My boys are in the hospital. I, I like the uh, camaraderie. Kyle was like you and me last night. He's like, no, no, no. I got to take care of my boy. <laughs> my boys are hurting. Got to take Same, care. I just went for a walk. I just left you. <laughs> you just left me. <laughs> when I was really drunk. Uh, so William Regal's like, fine. Well, that's the match tonight. Danny Birch, Oni Lorcan challenging Fandango and Tyler Breeze. 
for the tag team titles tonight. Wow. We go to our next match. Main event. That's, My main event. Oh, this is your main event. Yeah. yeah, you were waiting for this. The suspense is in the air. Casey Catanzaro versus Zia Lee. Oh, boy. Zia Lee is being very aggressive here early on because she's fighting for her life, we think. We're not sure. <laughs> she just really needs to win this match, okay? Uh, but Casey comes back with some strikes. It's kind of looking like Shane, Shane O'Mac here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Casey had these, like, uh, like fists to the midsection of Zia Lee. And it was just flailing around. Looked really bad. Just just eliminate them from your game. Zia Lee is pissed off. Uh, she, she's trying to beat up Casey here. Uh, there's some flipping leg drop move from Casey here. Not sure what it was. But the finish comes early with Casey hitting a... Quesadora, I guess it could be the Quesadora, oh. the roll up there, and pin Zylee. <laughs> yeah, Zylee needed to win this match, but she didn't. She's super pissed off and attacks Casey after the match. Caden Carter gets in, gets into the she ring. She goes, I should have won. I should have won. Well, you didn't. <laughs> you should have, but you didn't. Uh, so she kicks Carter away. Is, is Caden Carter a wrestler? Yeah. Okay, because she just got like one kick shoved, to, yeah, and was out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zia Lee can't beat Casey Catanzaro, but one, in a match that she must win. But Caden Carter <laughs> just runs in and gets like knocked out, knocked out for no reason. With uh, a kick to the like hip. So Zia Lee is 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 like beating up. Casey, but then out of nowhere, Raquel Gonzalez shows up and beats up her. She then picks up Casey and does her like one-handed Texas power bomb, tornado bomb. Looks awesome. Looks great. Especially the size difference. She, she, no, she throws Casey at, uh, no, she throws Zaya Sorry. at Caden. Yeah, yeah. And then hits the. Caden, Caden with the power bomb. And then bomb. hits yeah. the it, tornado bomb. Yeah. The, the, the move looks great. She has a microphone and she says, Ripley. Next week, Halloween Havoc, I'm going to show you that I'm bigger, I'm stronger, I'm badder. And I i think she says that she is the La Diabla of your nightmare. So next week, it's going to be the biggest, the baddest going at it. I like the beatdown and I thought she sounded like pretty good with her delivery on this promo. Like it wasn't a long promo, but I thought she sounded believable here. I, I quite like this. Okay, so well, we're missing the bigger picture here. What's going on with Zia Lee? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, someone needs to check on Zaya, her family, and someone check on Boa as well. I don't trust that guy. You don't trust that Boa? Well, he wasn't even here. No. He just gives her an envelope. He's like, you better win. And she's like, fuck. I want to know what happens. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah we need, need to know. This is like some Days of Our Lives shit. This is some soap opera shit. We need to know what's going on with the story of Zia Lee. Chris Leone in the chat says, Zia Lee was told she had to join Retribution if she lost. <laughs> That's why she did not want to win. Maybe she would, she would make Retribution good. <laughs> we go to Cameron Grimes backstage with Mackenzie, and he's all cheery because he's got his match with Dexter Loomis he's like I knew I was gonna get a match with him because I stomped him there I stomped him there I stomped him everywhere I just hit him with that caven and it doesn't matter I'll do it again and Mackenzie mentions that there's been a, a gimmick added to this there's a stipulation and he was not told that it is the haunted house of terror match and now his his tone changes he's what do you mean house of terror and she's kind of filling him in. But as this is happening, there's a 
like a glass door behind them, and Dexter Loomis is just chilling, watching just this, watching whole, just watching this whole thing. And Cameron Grimes, uh, he, he's all timid now and all toned down, and he's like, uh, Cameron Grimes ain't afraid. What, what could I be scared of? I'm going to the moon. Uh, Cameron Grimes is great here. Just really, he's really cartoony, but really good at it. Um, his change from being super excited to terrified was good. And I love how he full names Mackenzie Mitchell all the time. I don't know if you've noticed in his promos, he's always like, yeah, uh, what have I got to, to be afraid of Mackenzie Mitchell? And he's done it in his promos before. It's just a little thing that I think is kind of funny and endearing. Tim, he's great. I, I'm excited for this match, to be honest. I want to know what it's going to be. Sorry, Zia Lee has tweeted. Oh, you've got Zia Lee update? Okay. I mean, it's not much of an update. She just quoted them promoting their match about how she has to win, and then she just tweets, I have to. Hmm. What? What does that mean? She has to? You're going to DM her? Yeah. Sean Mendez still has not answered my DMs from last week. Uh, I can't believe Zia Lee uh, has to. That's what she has tweeted. I don't understand. I don't understand what it means, but she has to win. Uh, I'm excited about this. We go to a video package of Io Shirai, and it's showing the spinning the wheel, and it shows the different match types. And Io Shirai somewhere scary. She's always somewhere scary. Always the, the what, what like filters, scary filters. She's all always got the the scary stuff. And every time the the match lands on a stipulation that's on it, it shows clips of past WWE matches that have had that stipulation. So you see like Brock and Taker and all like all these like street fight stuff. And every time it lands on a stipulation, Io says like trick or street fight. Io Shirai beats Candice. Uh, House of Horrors. <laughs> Io Shirai beats Candice. Inferno match. I lose to Candice. Yeah. <laughs> she just basically says, Yeezy taught me. I beat Candice. And I'm going to beat her again. And I'm going to retain the title. Uh, but this, this video is actually pretty cool. It was like spooky and, and all scary for Halloween Havoc next week. Um, so, uh, <laughs> the, the YouTube chat is saying, everyone go tweet Zia Lee. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Britney Spears. Wear yellow if you're in trouble. And then she just wears yellow on her Instagram. <laughs> Everyone go tweet Zia Lee. Hey, you good? You good, fam? You all right? We go to Timothy Thatcher. School of Thatch Can. But this time... Thatcher's Thatch Can. Sorry. Yeah. Thatcher's Thatch Can. But this time it's in the ring. He's doing this, like, live, essentially. And he's got someone there to demonstrate his his school. And it's... Anthony Green. Yeah, retro. Retro. Yeah. From Evolve. Yeah. So... Thatcher says today he's going to talk about success and he's going to show you some, some things on how to get to that. And, and he, he says, sorry, sorry, what's your name? And he says, Anthony. And he's like, cool. Thanks, Andrew, or something <laughs> like that. He keeps getting his name wrong. And then the crowd starts to chant Andrew. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was funny though. Cause I, I almost thought that the crowd just assumed like only yeah. picked up on Andrew because it was only a handful of people. They go, Andrew, Andrew. <laughs> I hope they were doing it like as a rib. I, I hope. Uh, they did let fans in, by the way. There okay. were, it showed some like kids and stuff in the crowd. I tonight. think it's, I think it's friends and family. Okay. I that, that would check out. 
So he now teaches Anthony here how to do some of these 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 moves, these holds. I swear he just keeps applying the same shit. I'm so bored of this, but it's way better in the ring. I don't I didn't like the video versions. This makes more sense. He is teaching him some moves. He does like this like this this arm hold and he's talking to us. It's like he is teaching a, a class. It's like a video you would buy on how to learn self-defense or something. Yeah. <laughs> and He's, he's like, and all the pressure from me and all the pain for him. And then he like adds more force. The guy's tapping, but he's not, not letting go. So he's, he finally lets it go, lets it go. I found this pretty funny because like the hold is in and Green's clearly tapping. He's like, but then to just ignore it. <laughs> but then if you want to add more pain, what you've got to do is yank back. And he's like, ah! And he's just screaming in pain. Uh, so. He, he lets him go, and then he's like, well, since you can't take me down, why don't you take my wrist instead? So Anthony's like, and takes him down, takes him down to the ground, and gets... So that- he grabs his ankle yeah. instead of the wrist. He's like, fuck you, I'm not doing what you're saying. And he puts him in this, like, guillotine headlock choke hold type thing, and finally Thatcher gets out of it, and he's like, huh, you're a tough man, Andrew, aren't you? Get a rougher in here. Let's get let's get a match. Let's go. Let's have a match. Let's have an exhibition. But before this could even start, he sucker punches him with a forearm to the head and just starts to fuck him up. Puts him in this like single leg hold, and Anthony Green is just tapping out. And uh, now I think this leads to a match between the two. Is what I would imagine. Like next week. Uh, oh, I, I, I think this was the match. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm pleased it's kind of graduated into the ring now. Uh, I actually quite enjoyed this. I thought Thatcher was pretty funny. And it's it's little touches um, that he was doing, which I really liked. As he's holding, like, applying it, it's almost like Neil Buchanan doing Art Attack, like he, how he's describing wow. it. But he's looking up at the... There's, like, a higher camera yeah. that he's, like, talking to. Um, it was just little touches like that that made it feel more like an instructional video. You wanna watch Art Attack after? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out Neil what's his name? <laughs> be um Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed this and I, I thought Anthony Green played his role as Andrew pretty well. Yeah. Um just looking clearly like pissed off at being humiliated here. I don't know where it goes. I imagine we're gonna get a couple more of these in ring yeah. segments and then build to a proper challenger, but I don't see where Thatcher's going next. But I thought this was alright. I'll tell you where Thatcher's going next. We'll talk about that after we talk about the main event. Oh, okay. We have a video of Damian Priest, and he's getting a tattoo. Well, basically cutting a promo, but it's a video cutting back and forth with his feud going on with Johnny. He says, Johnny, win or lose, I move on. That's something you can't do. You're you're wondering what's happened to the Johnny wrestling of NXT. Well, Johnny, you're good, but what's changed is now I'm here. And a wheel decides our match. And it doesn't matter what it is, all these stipulations. I can take the pain. Can you? Because I have tattoos. I have tattoos. And you don't have any, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't really like when a wrestler's... We talk about on Was Next with Corey Graves, and his gimmick is I have tattoos. And they're very meaningful. Here, he's literally cutting a promo while getting tatted up. I liked it. It was cool. He's also rocking a Billy Idol shirt. No, I love yeah, it. Yeah, this this worked better because yeah, it's for me it's super lame when someone's like, "Oh, my tattoos have a story and it shows I endure pain." Yeah, it's like what? this was like Damon Priest was going to get tatted up and someone was like, "Hey, what are your thoughts about the match against Johnny?" 
and he's there with his arm out. It's like, I don't care. I'm going to beat him. Yeah. And cutting a program. Wearing his shades. I quite like Priest. I think he's kind of cool. He's gr- he's definitely growing. I- I've loved uh, I I loved him in in Ring of Honor, and he definitely keeps continuing to grow on on me. And I I, I like this a lot. Next time I get a tattoo, I'm gonna wear my shades the whole time too. And cut a promo. Yeah, <laughs> on my tattoo artist. <laughs> Shout out Brayden's tattoo artist. <laughs> She's cute. Uh, we go to our main event. Danny Birch and Oni Lorkin versus Fandango and Tyler Breeze. That's our main event. That's the main. <laughs> I'm, I'm, being a, I'm being a dick. Uh, this is our main event. Impromptu match since Undisputed Era were taken out with the, the curiosity of who, who, who did it? Who was taking them out? But this match is now happening. Danny and Oni getting their title shot here. And it's Breeze and Fandango who are making work on Danny, tagging in and out. There's like a Tope Atomico. There's picture in picture, but now it's Birch and Oni beating down on Fandango. Um, Fandango fights back with his leg drop off the top to Birch, but Danny kicks out. There's uh, Oni who's got like the single leg crab as Birch applies the crossface at one time. There's the Tower of London on Tyler Breeze, only a two count. But Fandango and Breeze come back with a double super kick to Birch and then another one to Lorkin. And then when we see like Fandango up on the top rope, a, a man dressed in black wearing a silver mask, like to just cover his face and wearing a hood for like, you would have missed it for a split second. And he throws Fandango off the top rope and then rolls back underneath the ring and the ref did not see it. The ref is also distracted at where did Fandango go. And as while this is happening, Danny Birch does something we don't see him do. And that is low blow Tyler Breeze shot to the balls. Oni picks him up with the assisted double team DDT. And Danny Birch and Oni Lorkin are your new NXT tag team champions. Throw them up. Throw him up. But they did it in a sleazy way. Yeah, we'll we'll go to the aftermatch soon, but this match kind of disappointed me. I think on like on paper this doesn't look like a main event, but we've been watching for long enough where we know Birch and Lorcan put on bangers. Like I'm I'm a big fan of them. I've actually quite enjoyed Breezango during this run. I think they've they've been putting on some good matches. I, I felt they were just treading water until the angle with this match. Yeah. I can't really comment much on what happened. It And it was really just there, which is a shame to end Breezango's reign. Like, just, it kind of fizzled mm. here. Yeah. Um, a match with no, like, like, minutes, like, announcement that we're going into this. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um yeah, so the match itself was nothing. No, it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't really deliver for me. I, no. I guess it. It didn't it, because of what they're going in with this angle. Yeah. But I was expecting a bit more of a of a better match because uh, all four of these guys can can go. Can go uh, yeah. I I I know I, I shit talk Dango and Breeze, but they've had some, quite a little fun run. I think they've had lately. A good run, yeah. So it's like yeah, uh, it was a little weird, but that's not the important part. The important part is who helped them win, and it shows Danny. And Oni in the ring, and then the masked man in the silver mask stands in the ring, celebrating with them. 
and he takes off his hood and he takes off his mask, revealing Pat McAfee. Oh yeah, he's back. Pat came back. Yeah, wow. Uh, Pat McAfee stands tall and he does the undisputed era thing and he's like, that boys and girls, that's undisputed. Pat is back and he helped Danny and Oni win the tag titles. What does this all mean? This is a lot to unpack. Yeah, so I, I'm i happy for Birch and Lorcan. I think it's about time that yes, they actually yes. get a tag. Throw them up, yeah. Um, and I like that pairing Pat with them. This is going to be some kind of main event run they're having here. I assume Ridge Holland was going to be the fourth guy yes. in this. And it's, we're coming into November. I assume... War Games! I assume War Games, undisputed against Team Pat. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of for it. And it, I wasn't expecting Pat McAfee at all. Like right to him removing the mask. I was like, who's this? Who's this going to be? Uh, I'm, I'm all for this. Uh, I think Pat McAfee's great. Wrestling God, Pat McAfee. I I, I love Pat McAfee. I think, and I think it's actually kind of what NXT needs right now. A bit of a shot of something. Something. Uh, just, just cause our main event tonight was Danny Burch and Oni Logan yeah. versus Fandango and Tyler Breeze. So we needed something. I can kind of see, uh, I can see Austin Theory taking this fourth spot, maybe. Cause so, he's, yeah. he's already had some beef with UE in recent weeks. Right. Um, the issue, so, you so, were thinking Thatcher? Yeah, there's, there's a different directions you can go. Clearly it was going to be Ridge Holland was working for Pat McAfee who took out. Yeah. Adam Cole at the pay per view. And then the group of them, is going to be this four is Ridge, Pat and Oni and Danny. But then Ridge got hurt. So that probably affected the storyline and they had to like rework it somehow. Or maybe Danny and Oni weren't ever going to be, but didn't Ridge beat up Oni and, and, and Danny? Like they had, he beat the shit out of both of them. Yes. Yeah. So that wouldn't really make sense. And then Oni like yeah, yeah. killed his legs. Yeah. Yeah. So get, I don't know if that were to have come into play, but I'm not sure, but. I, I it's feel... kind of I don't really like the the like takeout undisputed era and then it's this is like it they need a fourth person definitely. So are you what you could do is I remember some of those old WCW ones where you'd have the mystery fourth man right. who similar similar with the Hogan turn yeah you know you've got the mystery fourth man who's it going to be um, and the match starts and. It becomes a four on three, and maybe it's one of UE Ooh. joins them in war games. Right. Uh, I feel they've maybe just, I think this, this whole story has maybe just leapt a few steps. I imagine we'd have probably had Ridge Holland versus Adam Cole at Halloween Havoc next right, week. Right. Barring the injury. And then you'd have built up a few more weeks, maybe until this Pat McAfee reveal, if it was always the plan with Pat. I imagine someone like Pat McAfee, this was kind of always the plan. Sure. Um, I feel they've maybe skipped ahead a bit, but I'm I'm intrigued. I'm curious to see where this all goes. It's so silly. It's so silly that it's Pat McAfee still going after Adam Cole. And I love it. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's for the brand. Yeah, it's for it the brand. I just can't wait to see Oni Lorcan start tweeting while being champion <laughs> he's gonna like lose oh, his title he, he must have tweeted <laughs> he's tweeted one photo and it's snake it till you make it and it's a picture of them with the tag titles 
Um, oh yeah. So with Pat. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really happy for, I've watched Oni on the indies and the kind of, he won a title tonight. So I'm happy for Oni. Is this going to be the cut? Like I've already made one with Pat doing the UE pose. <laughs> Is it going to be this one now? Pat has such a funny face. (laughs) Everyone in this photo has a funny face. Sorry, I'm going to retweet it. It's the... Uh, uh, It's Pat McAfee with Only Lorcan and Danny Birch. Danny Birch looks like he's having a poo. And Pat McAfee's (laughs) laughing about it. And Only's just like, my boys. Yeah. Uh, What would you name them, this group? Uh, We we call them 1-2, because it's 1-2. Brit and Brawlers. They're the Brit and Brawlers. Um, Yeah. What? One, two. One, two, Pat. One, two, Pat. The ba- I just call it the brand. The brand? I would call them the brand. Because okay. he says I'm for the brand. That's his his thing. So just the brand. Or uh, uh, the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is what I would call it. <laughs> Throw them up. That's why. One, think. two, Maca three. I don't know. Oh my god! Stop. Uh, so yeah, do you put Thatcher in with them? Do you put uh, Theory in with them? There's a few avenues you could go. You could have Pat like yeah, one, two, fee. Chris Leone said <laughs> one, two, fee. Yeah, yeah, one, two, fee. <laughs> so yeah, uh, maybe maybe Pat McAfee is like, hey Austin, I saw you drive home and you quit, but don't quit. Come back. Maybe that's maybe they and put some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I, I really felt that this ending of the show needed an angle. So at least we got this. It's Pat McAfee. So yeah, but, uh, <laughs> overall, a good show. Overall, <laughs> this, this wasn't a good show. Um, I kind of feel it seems in recent weeks that when, like, I feel AEW has a bigger show on paper this week that they kind of haven't been caring. Yeah. They're like, we know it's Halloween Havoc next week. That's that's the one we're going to put on a big show. And this was just kind of there. Um, I enjoyed that six-man tag. I wouldn't particularly go out of your way to watch it, watch the gif of the Spanish fly, but... Huh. Um, it was fun. I, I it didn't was, hate... It was, a, it was a fun match, but... No, I didn't hate this show, but it, it had... It, it was just it dragged. Yeah, it was yeah. Um, I did like the... Uh, I did like the Pat reveal though, and I am pleased those two. You love Pat. I love Pat. You're a Pat fan. Yeah, yeah. The Patitude Era. John Cena says the name of their their stable. Uh, Well, that's what we thought about of NXT from October 21st. Let's see what you thought. Forum.postwrestling.com, the post wrestling forum. We post up every Wednesday, and we will read any comments or questions that you write in, including Mystery, who starts Haya. Johnny was great tonight during their dinner promo. However, Candace felt completely disconnected and uninteresting. She felt like the third wheel, no pun intended, in that promo segment. Even the wheel itself had more personality. Oh, come on. Io's promo, on the other hand, continues to make her feel like the biggest deal. She's oozing confidence. She completely overshadows Candace in every single regard. Candace is, at best, the sixth most interesting woman in NXT behind, and he lists a bunch of people. Uh, I heavily disagree. He, because you also mentioned Tony. She just came back. <laughs> uh, the reveal of Pat McAfee gave me Austin Vince vibes. Question of the week. Do you see Candace and Johnny winning the titles or do you see them losing? At this point, I'd rather see EO continue her reign, especially if Candace tonight is what we're getting next week. And I feel like Johnny should be going after the NXT title, not the North American. So I feel at the end of the day, both EO and Damien are retaining or at least EO. They've already teased her having title matches with Ember Tony and Rhea, and NXT generally generally doesn't tease matches they don't deliver on. 
Plus, I have a feeling EO at least loses her title. She's almost certainly going to the main roster, and considering the track record of call-ups, it has been absolutely horrid. Um, and mentions retribution. And he continue, he ends with, I would rather her remain champion than be directionless in NXT or be called up and die on the main roster. Um, I do see Johnny winning. I don't see Candice winning. I think, especially if you're doing the, the interbrand thing at Survivor Series and are including NXT again, uh, I see EO being your representative, not Candice. Um, yeah. Yeah. I see, I see Johnny I could, winning. I could see Johnny win. I, I, I can definitely see that. We go to Pappy in Dallas, new Patreon member. Thank you hey, very much, Pappy. Hey, Pappy. Am I the only one that gets seriously annoyed by the little changes WWE makes to the names of things that come from WCW? Clash of the Champions became Clash of Champions. The United States Heavyweight Championship became the United States Championship. But worst of all was what was unveiled last week. They're bringing back Halloween Havoc. Awesome. They even used the same logo. Great. And they have everyone's favourite early 90s stipulation. Wait, spin the wheel, make the deal is now spin the wheel, make a deal? Oh boy, he really does not like changes. Why do they try to make our heads hurt with these changes? You can't say it's a legal trademark issue. I'm an intellectual property attorney here in the US. And phrases like clash of the champions and spin the wheel, make the deal are not even trade. Whoa. Not to mention WWE bought WCW's intellectual property back in 2001. There is absolutely nothing to stop WWE from being faithful to something like spin the wheel, make the deal. Just wanted to vent and see if anyone else gets really annoyed about these unnecessary changes like I do. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Pappy in Dallas. Now, I will say, thank you. I think things like Clash of Champions is just a Vinceism. I think Vince does have that weird thing where he doesn't want like WCW stuff. Uh, like that, that's kind of been okay. on record. Um, but I, I looked up last week when we, we named our show because I was like, is it spin the wheel, make the deal or yeah. spin the wheel, make a deal? Yeah. And I ended up putting make a deal as the, as our title for right. the show. Okay. But when I was looking, yeah. WCW called it both. Yeah. I they thought that too. Make a deal. <laughs> I didn't want to burst Pappy's deal. bubble, but I was like, I'm pretty sure they used both. And then WWE earlier in the week tweeted out, make the deal. So I even looked again because I was like, <laughs> did I name the, did I name the show wrong? It seems like it's been interchangeable. Um, but the other stuff and removing the heavyweight thing, I think it's so you can have, you know, Rey Mysterio win the US title. I that kind of thing. Pappy's just a huge WCW fan. Yeah. And he likes the way things were before. Okay? Absolutely. <laughs> Pappy just joined our Patreon. He's going to love some of the, the Halloween Havoc 93 review we did two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. That's the OG spin the wheel make. It is. A deal. Make the deal. <laughs> Thank you, Pappy. We go to Paul from New Jersey. Isn't it amazing that one company, one universe, Monday, is an atrocious fever dream while Wednesdays are consistently enjoyable? Solid match after solid wrestling with interesting storylines. I nominate the Garganos for taking segment of the year. Cameron Grimes is hilarious and I can't wait for his match with Loomis. Nine matches with eight finishes while the one disqualification was great with Drake and Dane. It told a funny story. Winners and losers, what a concept. Triple H must be some sort of sorcerer. NXT's the A-show of wrestling, Revenge of the McAfee. This week's Kona fact, Kona has population of 11,975. Is that just his teeth? I, 
<laughs> I was. I'm imagining Kona is a city is somewhere, right. or a town somewhere. Yeah. See you Sunday. There are nine matches tonight. Wow. Wow. I didn't realize that. We go to Crooked Letter Nine. The go home show show for Halloween Havoc was a good show that went next level by the end. More on that in a bit. The Gargano skip with the wheel was hilarious. Johnny Gargano has found his voice as a comedic heel, and his reactions towards some of the wheel choices were so funny. Yes. Ember Moon shows no signs of ring rust in her second match back. Legado del Fantasma versus Swerve Adonis and Atlas was a fun trios match. Kushida continues to pick up steam on Back to the Future Day nonetheless. Zaya Lee has turned heel, which could be a sign of her becoming a player in the shark tank of the women's division. Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin are the new tag team champions, long overdue by the way, with an assist from Pat McAfee. Adam Cole must be stewing right now. Can next week get here? We go to Mystery, gonna cheat and post a second bit of feedback. He says, but for, from a friend who is a first-time listener, he doesn't register and doesn't have the feedback. Well, he should. He wants to know if you guys think that Ridge Holland was originally supposed to be the heavy. Yeah, I think yeah. that was, I think he's the person Pat paid to. Yes. Pat was the, he paid him to do it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I have one more piece of feedback here from Mike Hogan. Yeah, tell him to join the, fo- the forum. He can't. He's been trying. He keeps on doing his loss. Password thing and the email doesn't come through. So sort it out, John and Way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mates. The mate. Uh, the mates matches my. What? what? Uh, this is why you should join the forum. I was mainly watching the competition tonight, but flipped back and forth and felt I still caught up. To me, NXT works best on a cycle, but the guys who were about to reach the top of the cycle, Keith Lee, Riddle, and Dijak, <laughs> have left, and the previous top guys are still there: Gargano, UE, and Champa. While they feel established, they're feeling a bit stale. The middle of the card, your Grimes, Loomis, Reeds of the world, feel like they floated in the same spot for ages when they should be on the way up. The women's division is fantastic, but the men feel like they need a big shot in the arm. I feel Pete Dunne coming back would help a lot, and I like that Kushida is getting a bit of a push. But I ask you lads, who would you like to see come into NXT to liven things up? We haven't had a hottest free agent for a while, and I'd like to see Jay White come in. I think he would be incredible. Shout out to Braden, shout out to Portman, shout out to Portman's <laughs> chest tough, and shout out to Halloween Havoc next week. Yeah. Shout out to you, Mike Hogan. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 I kind of agree with your choice there. I think if Jay White were to leave, um, New Japan, I actually see NXT as actually a more interesting place for him than AEW. I think I'd like to see Jay White in an NXT. D- Jay White wrestles a WWE style. I think, I think so. Sometimes. I think he yeah. feels like a WWE wrestler, and I think he's someone you'd put right in the top. Yeah, uh, that would that would definitely freshen some things up. I there's, can't think of other people who aren't really signed. Uh, I know they, my head. there's there's the Ben Carter guy who's there's talks of him being signed. Yeah, I don't see him being a game changer though. No, he's not going to be. He's going to be in NXT. UK. Well, think about it. When NXT was was like super hot, you had your your guy in the crowd, right? Like or your secret people from the indies. You're ROH. It was your TNA yeah, people. Yeah, but which... we don't have that now. No. So like, yeah, there's really no one that would make me go, whoa. Maybe it would be Jay White, but I, I'm not. I think that's probably. That, I I don't know. Uh, not something I like. He's not one of my favorites. So uh... I think he's. I think he's got strong character work and is. Is really good in the ring. I, I think he'd freshen things up. The, the main thing is, as as Hogan's saying here, it's stale. You're having your Gargano's Champers and UE who are yeah. kind of just 
there still. Right. And you, you're missing that who's in the front row, who's going to then just be propelled to the main event yeah. right away. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, they're fine right now. I, I, I like the, I like the fact that we could, they instantly turn Kyle O'Reilly into a main player and yeah. then kind of put it on the back burner. But going back to something you said earlier, where you think there could be the, the fourth man is like a swerve. What, you could do Kyle as the leader. Uh, exactly. Right. Exactly. You could do Kyle with, with Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin yeah. or, or something. Right. So there's, there's a few different things you, to, to, to spice things up. And you're talking about bringing people in. They just brought back Pat. Yes. So, I mean, we're, we're that fine. Was shot in the arm we need. Yeah. Pat McAfee is a champion. Yes. <laughs> so shout out to Pat McAfee. <laughs> Let's do some more shout outs to our lovely patrons. Yeah. Who allow us to keep this show for free every yes. week with their wonderful support. We've got a load of new patrons here. Do you want to start things off? Yeah. Shout out to. Shout out to Calum Johnston. Shout out to Sean Calhoun. Shout out to Matt Gesk. Yeah, shout him out. And shout out to Robert Rose. And shout out to Greg Clark. Shout out to all you guys. I also want to give a big shout out to Joshua Quietnia. I apologize. I don't know how to say that. Still last shout name. you out though. Looks Welsh and I'll shout you out. Shout you out. Shout out to Keish. Shout out to Papu Chowdhury. Shout out to Andre. And shout out to Thomas Mulligan. Ah, oh, thank you, guys. Thank you, all uh, people who listen to this show and all the shows we do. If you like this show and you want to hear more of us, patreon.com slash up next. I mentioned the Halloween Havoc 93 review. We did the Evil Dead. We have so many things. Five bucks a month, North American tier. Let's you get access to all the shows we do. Was next, best match ever, all that stuff. Like we mentioned, our Batman Returns Movie review is out on this free feed tomorrow night. You can listen to that, listening to us talk about Danny DeVito eating fish. Uh, then join us this weekend. Like we mentioned, you'll be doing the watch along for Bound for Glory and then our watch along for Hell in a Cell as well. YouTube.com slash up next and shout out everyone in the YouTube room every Wednesday night, including tonight. You guys always make the chat fire and I appreciate you guys listening. Um, yeah. Is that it? That is everything. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll see you very, very soon. Twitter, Up Next Podcast, and Instagram, Up Next Podcast. I, myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me. Uh, I am at the Bray D. And I'm at Davey Portman. And uh, take care. Be safe. Love yourself. Love one another. Thank you, David. Shout out, Davey Portman. Appreciation to you for taking care of me when I was an absolute wreck. I appreciate you. <laughs> Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And please, someone check on Zia Lee. Ahoy! Shout out Zia Lee. Shout out Zia Lee. Yeah. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. 
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.